You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point me 76 bringing us into episode number 76 up straight to the point, my name is Chris. Here with my guy, J-Dub. Yo, what's going on? Yo, we got to talk about everyone's favorite forgotten Kardashian, Ben Simmons, being the diva that he is trying to get out of Philadelphia, allegedly. Cam Newton out of New England. NFL kickoff being a week away. And Bryce Harper, your boy, making a late push for NL MVP. And Otani, my guy, making a solid claim for AL MVP. But we're going to start with everyone's favorite 6'10", fraudulent, alleged point guard from Australia. Jared, talk to me about the latest report that Rich Paul wants his client in California. Um, I mean, that's something we, I think we've known for a while now. It was reported today that Ben Simmons is willing to go to any of the 2019 teams that's not the Philadelphia 76ers. So he's, I guess he's willing to get traded to any team now. California was going to be a huge stretch for him. It was going to be a huge stretch because there was no way the Sixers were going to get face value from the Lakers, Warriors, or the Quibbers. So that only left Sacramento. And it's also being reported earlier today that the Sixers and Kings are very far away from a trade as the Sixers want uh, Tyrese Halliburton or De'Aaron Fox in the trade. And they're not willing to trade either De'Aaron Fox or Tyrese Halliburton. So I don't know what that means in particular. And all I know right now was Ben Simmons officially like, asking out and saying he won't gum the training camp. It, it kind of forces the Sixers to have to make a move now, like or toward heading towards training camp or during that time, rather than later where they were going to wait to see how Dame's situation plays out. If Dame goes in training camp and says, hey, no, I can't do this before the season starts, or maybe during trade deadline, things change. You can't do that now. Ben wants out and you kind of have to make, he, he's made it known that he wants out. The Sixers also have, Chris, that Al Horford trade exemption, the, the $8.1 million, mm-hmm. that expires next Tuesday. So that can kind of play in as well to see it. maybe either we use that towards a Ben Simmons deal or we'll make, we may make another move regardless of what the Ben Simmons situation is just because of the fact that you don't want to just lose that money. Mm-hmm. You're going to want something in return for it. So there's a lot of things the Sixers can do, but this whole Ben Simmons thing has been so weird. And now with um, – all these different rumors coming out with him saying he wants to play for the California teams or he's fine with playing in Minnesota as long as it means playing with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Towns. There's so many things going on. Sixers now have to figure out what they want to do because I still think they have the leverage in the situation. Like Even if you don't find Ben for missing training camp, you're not in a, a vast rush to say, you know what, we're going to trade you next week or we're going to trade you tomorrow. You're not in that much of a rush. You still want to get what you want for Ben Simmons. Like you don't want to just get a, 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 a asset of role players and say, you know what, slap on the wrist, that was great. No, you don't want that. I want picks. You're going to want at least good players in return. Hopefully one of them is all-star, close to all-star caliber, and then you'll see, you have to see how that goes on. Here's my thing with the whole Ben Simmons thing. I've been out, I've been out on board since game five of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Let alone Game 7. I went back and watched Game 7 because, you know, sometimes you kind of make things up in your head. Like, maybe 
maybe that pass, maybe that dunk that he passed out of, maybe it wasn't as cut and dry as I thought. Maybe he didn't beat Gallinari all the way on the spin. And I went back and watched it, and it's even worse because he cooked Gallinari on the baseline. Like, absolutely fried and sauteed Gallinari on the baseline. Got to the rim. Could go up strong. It's, it's a tied ball game at that point. It's 88-88 if he makes that dunk. Maybe he gets fouled. and they, Maybe he makes the free throw, and they go up 89-88, and it swings the whole momentum of the series, especially that game. But no. He passes out the shot. Then if in games, um, I'm sorry, that's game seven when the, the alleged dunk happens. So you can't come out here and act like you don't deserve that criticism because any player in that particular situation would have gotten that criticism. If LeBron James had done that, could you imagine people, saw, people would have crucified him for doing that? You know what I'm saying? He had a – for someone who's supposedly this dominant finisher that we want to – you know, people have been led to believe he's this dominant finisher. He's not, okay? He shies away from contact because he can't make a, a free throw. I don't want to see all these, oh, he's out here improving his handling, his ball handling, he can go behind the back, whatever. I don't want to see any of that stuff. I don't care about any of that. You can't run an offense to him. He can't be the main facilitator on your offense. He's proven it. I've, you, everybody know, everybody know. I've been Ben Simmons' biggest defender. I said, how look how great he is on the defensive end. And he is. But offensively, he's almost a, a negative at this point. Like, he's not giving you, if he's not even taking open shots at the basket, what good is he? He's almost a non-factor on offense at this point. He goes to the dunker spot, and he stands there, and he looks disinterested. I guess he's posing for pictures. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not. He, he can't cut with him, can't play off the ball, can't play on the ball because he doesn't shoot. So what can he do? All right? What, what can he do? Yeah, I don't There's a lot going on with Ben Simmons. Like, I don't – you don't know – in face value, what Maury has in store. If you're a Sixers fan, anyway, the I know what he has. I know what he has in store: a UPS shipping label. Get this guy. Yeah, out but here. where, 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 I don't you, care. where can you send Ben to get something in return? Because I don't hell, want. I don't. Hell, you can send him to hell. I don't care. No, uh, I want something back for Ben. I'm not giving Ben up. And I've seen a trade rumor. They're like, "Hey, you guys are going to trade Ben for like a Wiggins and a Wiseman." I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't. I don't care. I'll take at least Wiggins will shoot. Wiggins would have Wiggins would have dunked it. Wiseman would have before you before you shake your head at it. Wiggins would have dunked it. Wiseman would have dunked it. I think Wiseman won't even get playing time. I don't even care if he if Wiseman was in that situation and he just cooked Gallinari, sauteed him up. You don't think he's going up for? You don't think any other basketball player is going up for that shot? Well, yeah, they probably would. Probably there's. Well, I mean, there's. I'll think Rondo. Rondo will probably make that pass. I don't care. All right, I'm talking about a 6'10 finisher, quote unquote. Yeah, no, most people are going up for the shot, but Ben no. Simmons in fourth quarters has been. Why around. are you passing? Especially that series. Why are you passing the Bible? Uh, it was yeah, it's just bad play. So here, so it's two. It's one of two reasons. A, he was scared to get fouled and free throw. Or two, I'm, I'm not just saying a, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just say a. Whatever, whatever. Or two, 
he does he didn't he didn't think that he could make the shot. It's cut and dry. Either you get fouled and go to the line and make the free throws, which he did, he probably didn't think he could make them, which is a bigger problem if you're a six ten point guard. Is what they list him. They list him at point guard. If he can't make free throws, he can't be on the floor. The one game they lost to Washington in the in round one, what did Washington do? They fouled Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons took thirty jump shots. I'm sorry, thirty free throws. He made like nine. Like for, for the entire series, right? No, I'm talking about game four. Was it? Then what? What? What game did MB not play? Game four. Game four. And he and he came back and they won in five. Yeah, they won in five. So game four, they just played. They just. Just like, here you go, Simmons. Make him. Make him. You can't treat Ben Simmons like Shaq. Because that's what they're treating him like. They're treating him like Shaq. Well, at least Shaq was dominant enough that when he had the ball and the paint, he's going to go up and make the butt and make the dunk. Then he's going to go and take the free throw. Whether he makes it or misses is irrelevant at this point. He went up for the shot. Simmons didn't even go up for the shot. And I think that's the point where he lost a majority of the city. People were, Jared, forgive me if I'm wrong, and tell me if I'm wrong. People were willing to defend Ben Simmons to the death. Oh, yeah, right? I know, I, I know somebody on. now that still defends him to the death. Hold on. Up until that shot, up until that moment where he passed out of a wide-open dunk. I don't care that John Collins was, or whoever it was, was coming. Go up for the shot. You're going to get fouled. Regardless, right? He's going to get fouled. If he goes up, it's an and one. It's an and one. Either way, either you make the dunk and get the and one, or you get two free throws, right? So what's the? Why are you passing? And that's the problem. He passed out of another opportunity, a big, the biggest opportunity of his career. He came up small. How many times do I say, Jared? Big time. You know, you know, big time players make big time plays in big time situations. He's a big-time player, allegedly, in a big-time situation, definitely, and came up super-duper, duper-duper small. Super small. I'm you not can't even forget worried that. about that play no more. So, like, you I know don't what? care about that. No, no, no. That play okay. is the perfect microcosm of Ben Simmons in a nutshell. Yeah, but think, hey, he's not going to be on his team anymore. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know if you're saying all this because you, you, you want him to change. No, I don't want to. I don't care. because yeah, He gonna, probably will change. He can go, he can go to Sacramento and make as many jump shots as he's he can. Not, I don't think I he's don't going care. to Sacramento either. I don't think he's going there. He that's, that's the I problem. I don't know where you, where you can see Ben going. And Shanghai, I don't care. Do they have, do they have players that you can, you can get in return? I don't care. Give him, because, a, give, him a, give him a – I don't care. I don't care what you get for him. Just get them out you of should. Here. You should. I don't you really care. Remain contenders. You should. I don't care anymore because I don't want. Because let's say, for instance, you force a trade to the Clippers. I don't want Eric Bledsoe. I don't, I don't want. I don't Marcus care. Marcus Morris. I don't, don't want Zubox. I don't want don't that. Care. Sixers will and, not like. I already told you now. The Sixers aren't in the top three anymore. Anybody, bro. Anybody else in that situation at least takes the shot, and that's where I'm stuck at. I'm stuck on that shot. You stuck on the wrong things then, because that's I'm that's stuck on it. well beyond. We lost. It's over. I'm ready for the new season. I need to know what we can get for Ben so I can say, hell, Sixers look like they got something to build. I understand home. you can't trade him for Pina. Max. I understand <laughs> that, but you got to get him out of here. Yeah, and I they, again, that's where the Sixers leverage is at the was the building. no rush. The leverage was at was the no rush. And speaking of Embiid, 
And B was out today tweeting about it, tweeting that him and Ben Simmons have a great relationship. He, I, I'm going to put air quotes around this. He's cool with Ben Simmons staying. He wants to say he wants to keep playing with Ben. I think that's a facade. You don't really want Ben to say, but you, you're saying these things where you know for a fact Ben and B probably are cool. They're probably our friends. They probably, they probably their cool. relationship, their relationship off the court probably had nothing to do with the fact that Ben wants to be traded. They probably have spoken to each other, and Ben's probably told him, "Yo, I gotta go. I don't many, like how many that times Doc basically threw me under the bus." I kind of remember Ben and I told him, "I don't like what you said." How many times have you been with someone? At, uh, let's treat it like every day in a job because it's their job, and you're a coworker. How many times have you heard a coworker say, "Man, I can't wait to get up out of here. I hate this." You know. No, no, no. Yeah, and I you're still cool with that you're person. Cool. They, they just don't want to be there. And I think that's how Ben and Embiid are at this point in time. Embiid came out and said Sixers fans have to do better as a fan base, which, uh, again, which is true. relatively true because we saw the incident this this playoffs with the popcorn on Russell Westbrook. Like, that's things that shouldn't happen. We do need to be better as a fan base. No, but no, fa- no fan base should be doing that. Yeah, like we, if we talked about if we talk about Utah doing that stuff, you know, Utah has a reputation, Boston has a reputation, Philly has a reputation. Philly fans yeah, look, look at themselves in the mirror and say, "There's, there's a, there's a time and place for criticism. There's a time and place for, like booing. I have no problem with booing if you, if the team deserves to be booed, right? Don't turn into the Mets. You know, at the Mets, every, you know, fans were giving thumbs down. That the fans, that the Mets are giving the fans the thumbs down. Like that's dumb. Yeah, I'm like, saying it, it can't there's be a time bad. and a place, and you shouldn't cross the line when it comes to behavior. But there's nothing wrong, and then B said there's nothing wrong with fair criticism. And going back to your boy, he has been fairly criticized. Who? MB? As he yes, he yes, he has. MB, I wasn't talking about MB, but I was talking about Simmons. But I oh, that's your man. You defended him way longer than I've ever defended him. I told I'm you you should have traded Ben a while ago. I I'm told you we should have got rid of Ben when we when we let Jimmy walk. I said, yo, Ben should have been the one to leave. Because Jimmy should we the reason Jimmy left was because of Ben Simmons going to front office saying I didn't want to keep Jimmy because he had, though Jimmy had the ball in his hands. We know that for a fact at this point in time, Jimmy's basically confirmed that I it was you, weird. I bet you that Elton Brand regrets that. I bet I, you. I would regret it too. I'd regret losing that whole star on him. You lost right again, Jimmy. I'd regret so, it too. I, I bet you they really, really regret not trading Ben when they had a chance. Yeah, when his value was higher. I mean, you're also going to regret the whole James Harden thing, but again, that's not all more. Well, that's not. So, well, here's the, the thing. Rockets right, so GM has, oh, Rockets owner, I'm sorry, has come out and said it repeatedly. He was not trading not to Daryl Moore. He here's was not here's my thing, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Harden thing, because a lot of people are like, they should have traded for Harden. They should have traded for Harden. They don't know basketball. They don't like They, they, don't had, they had a deal in place for, was it Simmons, Thibault, Maxi, and three picks, three picks. Yep. for Harden. Now, I would have been upset to trade Thibault, but I wouldn't. Have. I would have loved to have James Harden. Tillman like, Fertitta said no. Like he said no. Like they what are we supposed to do? Brooklyn, Houston gave Brooklyn the chance to offer and uh, make a counter offer, and, they did. and Brooklyn offered them everything under the sun except for Madison Square Garden in Manhattan for James Harden, and they, Brooklyn took it. I'm, I'm sorry, they, man, Tillman Fertitta wasn't going to say no because he, he automatically said he wasn't trading Amari. Because Mori was, was supposed to be, try, I was just trying to try to price up. Mori was supposed to be like you know taking hiatus from basketball that the Sixers job came about and he took it. So he was upset. That's, that's he was not, upset. That's not hundred percent. Personal grievances happen. The in personal sports grievances is right, but you t- I think what you're you're failing to you're failing to mention is that Mori and Fertitta had issues going back to when uh, Fertitta brought the team. 
Oh well, yeah. I, I again, I, I'm not. I was gonna go all the way to and the nuance of it. That seems Dana like a different but, episode. But and Maury, Maury took his sabbatical, quote unquote, instead of the Houston firing him. You did what you had to do. You don't want to be fired on record, so I quit. So you do what you do. Like, that makes sense. You'd rather quit but before you can't being say fired. Quit. You gotta say well, resign. I resign. I resign. Thank you, Chris. I'll resign. Yeah. But again, that's what happened. So I keep. I, I hate when I'm seeing the whole Sixers miffed. The James Harden thing. We didn't miss anything. If, if we really missed something, we missed the Mikel Bridges thing. Yeah, that's a myth. We did that to ourselves. Uh, we didn't do the James Harden thing to ourselves. Thanks, Brett Brown. So, Brian, like, again, Brian Smith doing what exactly uh, now? <laughs> he, I, he, I don't know where he's at. Is tonight. he in the league? Uh, he might be in the G League somewhere. Oh, I'd have to, I would have to check that. We're on computers, but we're, I would have to check that. I have other stats up. But again, Ben Simmons, I think, we'll get at up, this present face and time, we have to figure Thanks. out where we can get where we can get Jim Ben Simmons, and I want picks in return. Like again, I don't care how young we go when we try and get Ben Simmons, or where we try and move him. But I know for a fact you don't want to take him for old vets, Chris. Like I don't want that. And there's so many trades I've seen. An old, old vet would have took that shot. I got no. There's trades where I've seen we don't even get D'Lo. We just get Pat Bev and Malik Beasley. I don't want that. Cool, cool. Want Thank that. you. I don't want that. Thank if you, you. go D'Lo and yeah, sure, but I don't want that. I know I've seen some rumors where. He's willing to go to the Cavaliers, and the Cavaliers are offering sex and love and packages. Would I take that? At this you point, I'm sure. You want to have fun in Cleveland? Don't nobody want to go to Cleveland. But I don't, I don't really like the fact of having love and Tobias on the same team, so you would have to move Tobias. But I'm liking Tobias on the same team. No, I'm cool with having love and Tobias. I don't care. I have no, I have no cares whatsoever. Just get 25 up out of here. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, and he right now Zaire Smith plays for the Memphis household. Oh, gritting and grinding in the G League. Yeah, gritting and grinding. Mikael Bridges so. in the finals last year with Dario Saric. Where were the Sixers at last year? On Drew Holiday was there, so we had Sixers the there couch. on the couch. Oh, uh, yeah, but don't so, worry, don't worry. They still have Ben Simmons on the roster. <laughs> There's also one thing before we switch over topics. There was this whole that yeah, guy, you know, it got me heated yesterday because we were mentioning we were going to record immediately the whole Rich Paul wanted Maxi out of Philadelphia. That's what got me, I think, more heated than the Ben Simmons so asking that, out. So, which is, which, which is why we always kind of take a day before we, we take a day, we, 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 we process, we catch our breaths, we gander a little bit because rumor you know, came out that that was false. Be, don't want to be not wrong. Yeah, I'm and it was false. Loud, not being wrong. It, was, it was come out that it was false. Rich Paul wouldn't mix that personal with business. And Maxi is excited for the regular season that's being reported. I love to hear that because Maxi's going to get a larger role regardless of better there. <laughs> you about to start, young fella. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think he should have started with Ben even coming back anyway. I thought he should have started regardless because I don't like the scene. Ben I mean, it's small, not happening, Maxie it's not happening now, right? Yeah, it's not happening you know, now. So, but Maxi should have the purposes. But if. <clears throat> Then Kardashian were to come back, you would play him at the four. Right? I would I would have played Ben at the three, Maxie at the point, and left why Seth you, at the two. Why are you playing? Why are you playing Ben at the three and not at the four? Because you still have Tobias. Switch them. Let Tobias play the three. Regardless, well, I mean, either way, I think Ben would have moved down, and he's not no longer at the, the sole point guard spot. I love the fact that Seth or Danny I'm glad, could play I'm the glad two. The, I'm glad the Sixers. Maxie should have started. I'm glad the Sixers. Uh, we're willing to guinea pig it, but uh, it didn't work. It's time. To yeah, play. so but I think Maxi deserves a huge role. I, I'm loving his game. I think he he was a steal for us in the draft. You did say like that. I give you that. I, you, I told you. you that. I, I think he's a steal. I'm like as soon as I saw him fall to us, 
I'm like, Sixers haven't drafted a Kentucky guy in years, but this is the Kentucky guy where his his development, where his, it's just continuous progress. Exactly. Like what I've seen in the summer league, where he played those couple summer league games, mm-hmm. 30 points. He was giving you 30 in the summer league games. I know you, you say, hey, that's translate that to an NBA game. Well, okay, translate that to an NBA game. That's 15 off your bench. If he's starting, that's 18. That's what you need. That's what the Sixers didn't have before. He's a shot creator. He could get his own bucket. He plays good defense. I like that. I like what I see in Maxi. I'm really hoping we don't have to add him to a Ben Simmons trade, which the only way you're doing that is because you're trying to get more value because Ben's value is just not as high as it once was. It's not. I know that for a fact that regardless of the fact that he's all defensive uh, first team or second team, the fact that he's an all-star, his value is taking a hit because of the fact that he just, you once he has the ball in his hands, either go to the lane or pass out. And a lot of teams don't want that anymore. And a lot of teams don't want a younger version of Draymond Green. And that is what he is now, right now. And it, it hurts to say that, but it no, really no, no, is no. what it is. He's not a younger version of Draymond Green. No, what's the thing? He's disrespectful to Draymond Green. Okay, what, what, what if I say he's a tall Ricky Rubio? Yeah, he's a better defender. But okay, like, yeah, I, so I, I get taller, what you're better version of Ricky Rubio. Like, again, the guys that are just saying. pass first. Pass first only. No, pass, no, not pass first. Pass only. Pass, oh, he goes to the lane. So, yeah, pass only, but they, that's at this point in time. He goes to the lane. For 82 games, don't expect it in the playoffs because he's not going to be able to make a free throw. Because when the, the pressure, because when the pressure is ratcheted up, he tends to wilt. Yeah, and, and, not, and again, and not Chamberlain either. It's it's unfortunate. It it really is unfortunate. I think the best team that we could possibly trade Ben to the, the Long Dong Tigers. <laughs> maybe not them, but I think at this point, I would trade Ben to either the Raptors. Or maybe go back to that old Pacers deal where we saw what it was Malcolm Brogdon in no. first. I would probably take that at this point. Nah. If we can't get what I want better. from the Kings or the Timberwolves, I think I would take Malcolm Brogdon. I know and I and I kind of have an idea what Daryl Morey's thinking too. He's calling he's probably calling Portland every day. Would you right. take CJ at this point? Would you take would you take I would take CJ? No, 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 no. If he goes to Portland, he has a good day. He has a good day. I don't, I don't know. I don't really see him. He has to. Because now if, if it, I'm Dane, if, it, Dane, if, he, if you're if Dane, would you just be like, yo, go get me Ben? If you're Dane Lillard, I, mean, I would be like, go if get I'm me Ben. Dane, if I'm Dane Lillard and I'm all in in Portland. I'm, go get me Ben. Go get me Ben. But, but what does Portland have? CJ. CJ got to go. Come on. Why would the Sixers? Uh, this is why he, you, you think about it. The Sixers need a dynamic guard that can I get it, score. But it's CJ. That's CJ. CJ's also, I, I mean, my thing with CJ is if you want to get a guy like CJ, go get a better CJ. Go get, go get Bill. I've been telling you what Bill for the longest. I don't Bill like, not leaving. Because like, here's, here's the thing about Bill. And, not I, leaving. and you know, I've been a Bill, not hater, but you know, I've been. Like, no, no, no. I'm not a Bill hater. I don't hate Bill, but I. I I I, suddenly, I tell strongly discourage anybody that supports Bill. No, so no, I, no, 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 no. I want people to be realistic. I think Bill is drastically overrated, but that does not mean that he does not fill a need for the Sixers. Bill yeah. as Bill as your top guy, you're not winning anything. Bill as your number two, got it. I mean, and then that moves to bias to the three. Cool with that. So look, so here's here's the thing, right? With that, let's say theoretically they trade for Bill, Bill, Maxi, Tobias. Uh, 
I, th- I think Maxie has to be in that trade, unfortunately. Yeah. Depends. I, I mean, eh, okay. Not unless, not well, unless you're, you say you would give him Matisse and no, Ben up. No, no, no. Hell no. Um, okay, Maxie, Ben, the Beal, mm-hmm. and make the yeah. math work, whatever. Okay. You got to make the math work with the picks and whatever. So yeah. Who's starting the point guard? Beal? No, unfortunately. So who's starting? We probably move Seth or bring up Shake. So Shake would start. So it would be Shake, Beal, Bible, Tobias, and B? Danny, Bible. Oh, Danny, yeah, I forgot, I forgot, Danny uh, Harris, and B. And that's a lot of shooting. It's good shooting. And they, I mean, and they, they still kind of have defenders. I mean, Seth Thibault, they still have beat, and they still have My Thibault and Green are off the – Thibault and Green will flip-flop. Yeah, you still okay. got Andre Drummond's coming off your bench. He's a oh, yeah. protector. Oh, yeah. Andre. It's Real estate like Drummond. Again, this is – I'm speaking hypotheticals to those that are listening in. Beal's the biggest hypothetical we can say we can get from King of Dane. No, We'd no, love no. to see it. Dame is the biggest hypothetical. I will well, – listen, no, I'll go more to Portland. If you can't get Dame, get Dame, I'd rather get – Huh? I'll go move to Portland if it means that the Sixers can get Dame. <laughs> I, I think I would love to see – again, there's so many other teams I've heard rumors from, Minnesota. If Minnesota's willing to give up Anthony Edwards, I'll take that. Listen, if the Sixers can get Pat Bev and Thibault on the same team – Hey, can we, would, can we honestly – because this is a team that nobody's talking about, but they're a team that loves to acquire players that just, like, you know, are on the drunk, move again. Or, drunk. Or, say, or like, say, what it, say what it is. No, not say drunk, what it is. But like, on the move again, and we can give you some. Can we trade Ben to the Thunder and just give us SGA? Junk. Why the hell would Sam Presti want Ben Simmons? He's building a team. You build around Ben. You could you have all the draft capital in order to build around Ben. He was young, 24 years old. Whatever. We give you Ben in the first, if, or you give us Ben, you give us SGA in a, a couple picks. I'll give ben. you Ben Simmons in every first round pick I can send you for no, SGA. No, no. Just give us nods. Get Ben out of here. But I just know that's the team that I haven't heard anything from. And I'm like, if you're Maury, I would be calling the Thunder for SGI. They they didn't offer him the rookie max extension, so they clearly don't see much more value. I think you're forgetting the the very important part of the the equation, though. What's that? Ain't Presti and Maury, boy. Yeah, ain't that really cool with each other? That's who, what I'm saying. I haven't heard and, who's and because I haven't heard anything, I'm like, who's to say they're not talking? But I'm who's saying they're not talking? Because Jared, hearing me and you, me and you, me and you, me and you have have been in have been GMs in opposing leagues, fantasy wise. But you know, we're not going through the proper channels. If I have your number, I'm going to text you. Yeah, I'm going to text you. I'm a I'm a eyes emoji. What you want for so and so? So I'm just saying, if this is now, this is something I think is a long shot. But if it's not. I would love to have Shai Gillis Alexander with Embiid. Do I think they win you a championship right away? No, Shai's still young, but they're Easter Conference Finals team or close to. I think you're still in contention with Shai Gillis Alexander and Embiid. I think think the Sixers are still a top, even without Ben Simmons, I think they're a top three team in the East. I think if you get the right guard, I think you get the right guard you are. I believe believe Embiid and company, if you get the right pieces, could be, I I think they can be repeat as a number one seed. But even without Ben Simmons, if you just subtract Ben Simmons off this team in its entirety, I think like you're just ben a Simmons playoff never, team at, that, at face value. Just a playoff team. They're they're at least a five seed. That's that's even that's that's so sad to say. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm saying I said I took your second quote unquote best player off the team, and you're still a fifth seed. Uh, maybe it depends on what you get. Again, 
before we switch over, because we got so much more to talk about, top three teams I'd want to see a trade to the Spurs, the Thunder, and the Kings. You want to know my top three teams? Any bleeping bodies. (laughs) Moving on to people who, who got cut. Cam Newton, your boy. That is my guy. Out of New England. And probably the biggest shocker of them all. I mean, next to, you know, J.J. Ortega Whiteside, still a member of your Philadelphia Eagles. So, Jared, talk to me about Cam Newton being out of New England and some possible landing spots for the former MVP. Okay, so I just want to put it out there. Matt Jones, I told you he got drafted. That was the future quarterback for the Patriots. Alabama's finest. You know what I'm saying? He's a champion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get what you get when you, when you draft Alabama quarterbacks. You, you, you know you're getting a starter. You just, I didn't just think it was going to be this soon. I didn't think – I thought Cam – had a very, very good offseason. He had a good preseason, good training camp. I think COVID played a factor into why he was cut, especially that week where he missed those five days. And Matt Jones just was superb, they saying, as the, the week one starter, as the, as the basically when he was coming in, he was taking day one reps. Like, he looked amazing. They say he showcased leadership. I think Cam vaccination status, even though they say it had no factor, I think it played a little bit into it because at the end of the day, teams are going to want your guys vaccinated and you don't want to see guys missing games because of the fact that they're not vaccinated. They're going to be basically what's called at this point suspensions because they're going to go into COVID IR list and miss days. And again, that's they're they're free to choose what they want to do. I just think that's what happens when you're not vaccinated teams that I'm looking at that could potentially use a backup, the jets. I think the jets can go after it. Now this is if Cam wants to be a backup, which, he, probably, to be a backup, which, he, which he said he doesn't. So, okay, so now I'm going to give you the team I think if Cam wants to be a backup or he's cool with being a backup, the Jets is one. The Dallas Cowboys is another. Here's the thing about the Cowboys. Um, I don't mean to stop you, but here's the thing about the Cowboys. Remember Jerry Jones came out and said he thinks players should be vaccinated. I don't he think – I, I Who's to say Cam not in the process of getting vaccinated? Who's to say we, don't, we don't know that. We don't know that. He's, he has said that – he hasn't said one way or the other whether he's not or whether he is. He said it's a personal thing. Um. I mean, it is Jerry Jones we're talking about here, so anything's possible. But Jerry Jones doesn't look good if he comes out and says, I think everybody should be vaccinated, especially if you're in the Dallas Cowboys, and then turn around and signs someone who's on the fence, you know. Okay. Unless he says, like, hey, I'm vaccinated, I'm good. Okay. But those are the, those are the two teams that he's cool come out the bench. My two teams, top teams, that mm-hmm. I think he can start for now if he was to, you know, go sign. Mm-hmm. One is the Washington football team. Go back with Ron Rivera. You got a better offense and a better defense than you had when you guys were playing with the Panthers. I like what I see in Curtis Samuel. I like what I see in Terry McLaurin. I like the Antonio Gibson. I like Ian, uh, Tom, Logan Thomas. I like that old line. And that defense is nasty. I think they're the top five defense in the league. I think Cam would be a better fit than Ryan Fitzpatrick or Taylor Heineke. I do. I like Cam that much. I think Cam, as long as he ha- stays healthy, he's better than both of them. And then my number one option is the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have already come out and there's rumors saying that they're willing to basically say Deshaun Watson is going to be inactive the entire season. So that only leaves their quarterbacks being rookie Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor. I think Cam beats out both of them, even without the training camp of preseason. I think you beat out both of them. I think Cam Newton is a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. I think if you bring in Cam, you're not, I'm not saying you're competing for a playoff spot or anything or a wild card, but I think you're going to be a competitive team with Cam as your QB, especially you still have receiver, uh, Brandon Cooks, who still could put up a thousand yards for you if he stays healthy. I like I think Cam has a very good shot of making being a starting quarterback for both of those teams if they're willing to, you know, sign him. If they're saying, Hey, we we want you. 
So those are the two teams where I'm saying if Cam wants to go be a starter still in this league, those are the two teams I think he has the best shot at. There might be other teams that he, he can do it at, but I think those are the two teams he has the best shot at. What do you think? I agree. I think the one team that makes a makes a uh, interesting point um, that I don't think many people are talking about, the Seattle Seahawks. You have Russell Wilson. He is a he's been getting beat up a little bit. Who's to say that they don't kick the tires on a Cam Newton? as the backup quarterback. You know, they had Tavares Jackson for a long time as the backup who can do similar things to Russell Wilson. Cam Newton can come in and, and do some of the similar things that Russell Wilson can do. He may not have the arm ability, but he has the the, the mobility um, of his legs to, to make plays and, and make moves. A team that shouldn't sign Cam Newton is the Eagles. They have enough quarterbacks, even though they like to be a quarterback factory. Um, but another team I think could benefit possibly from bringing in Cam Newton as a backup, so to speak, the Los Angeles Rams. You know, you have Matthew Stafford in his first year. He's had some some injury issues. Not too many, but he has a couple, you know. He's a tough guy. He's he's played through a lot of them. But who's to say a team that's contending uh, is one, you know, a team like that is one injury away. And Cam Newton may not end up having to play until week eight Week nine, halfway through the season, let's say, let's say if you're Tampa Bay, theoretically speaking, and Brady gets hurt, which I know well out the realm of possibility because Brady doesn't get touched. But let's say Brady gets hurt, knock on wood. Call Cam Newton. Yo, Cam, I need you to write the ship. I got the best team. I got the best team in the league coming off of a, of a championship season. All you have to do is not mess it up. Easy. New Orleans Saints, same thing. Like, I know they have Taysom Hill, and they just paid him a whole bunch of money. But let's say one of these two guys goes down. Who's to say you can't call Claim Newton? Just saying. Taysom Hill lost the QB battle. I thought he was going to win. I, I, good. Come on. Come on. Jameis look good. That's I, famous, I take back that's what I Jameis, think. Jameis, you better recognize. Jameis was good in preseason. He showed me what I, I thought I was going to see from when he got drafted. I liked what I saw from Jameis, Chris. I have to say, I was wrong about that QB battle. I was wrong. Yeah, you James didn't Wilson. have that one. Mind you, I still think Jameis is a, a top 15 quarterback for those that still believe, oh, Jameis is nice. He's not. The man another, for 30. Let's another, not team, another team that, that I would keep my eye on with this Cam Newton thing, the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I like that. Cam does have Florida roots. Tua is still relatively young. If he struggles, you know, you could kick the tires on, on Cam, especially in a tight AFC East. There is no – I mean, with the Bills, they're the best team in the East. Right, but who's to say Mac Jones doesn't struggle? Who's to say Tua doesn't struggle? I mean, I don't see New England bringing Cam back. No, they just got. But go. stranger things have happened. So if if you're New England and like I just let Cam walk, and he walks right to Miami, and makes a definite impact, that's another. I mean, a a Billy. You know, For veteran leadership, excuse me, veteran leadership, I would love to see that Dolphins thing is you bring up is so intriguing because I like it. For some reason, young team. two is not getting the fair shot that I thought he was going to get after how he was starting sitting last season with the whole Ryan Fitzpatrick back and forth. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins are in such a win now mode and a win now mindset. Not only that franchise, but that city, that fan base, they're such a win now mode that they scrutinize two. They're scrutinized so, so much where you bring Cam. Cam could become an immediate starter if Tua screws up the first, what, four weeks, Chris? Mm-hmm. They could say Tua's not ready yet. He's showcased promise, showcased that he can be a franchise QB, but 
He's not ready to take a team that is in win now Super Bowl mode to a Super Bowl. Cam Newton could be that guy. You got the they have the weapons. Mike Jezeski, they have uh Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller will be coming back for suspension. Devontae Parker's still there. Robert Williams, they, I like what they have in the they, O-line. They, they have two pieces. valuable secondaries and Xavier Howard, who they brought back and gave money to. And they also have Byron Jones. I, like they have an offensive defense right now where you're like, they can win now. They have the pieces. Cam as a backup is a viable option. I, I, I wouldn't be mad at seeing that. I really wouldn't. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting, um, especially with NFL kickoff being off, being up in a week. Um, we'll go back. I, I think next week we'll we'll, we'll definitely. Oh yeah, definitely bring out another episode for the priest. Our picks. Week one picks. picks. It's time to come back to the picks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll definitely get. We'll have to do it before out. Thursday. Um. Yeah, because NFL kickoff is. Next Thursday. Yep. College football starts this weekend. College football. NFL starts next weekend. Yep. Time to start, time to start gambling. Time it's to start great. gambling. I don't know about that last part, but it, that it's time, great. Uh, to uh, time to start gambling. If DraftKings, <laughs> FanDuel, Sugar House, anybody want to come sponsor us, promo code, straight to the point. I will be reaching out to them, all of them now. Now that uh, you said that, I will be reaching out to them. How about I will be reaching out to them all via DM to let My bookie. My Speaking of hollering at your boy, I shout out to Jared because he he was mentioning this whole Bryce Harper thing, and you know I was playing it down because you know I don't like to get my expectations up for Philly sports teams anymore because you know I just tend to get let down. But your boy Bryce Harper is on a tear. Twenty five home runs now. He might only have twenty five RBI, but he has twenty five home runs. He's definitely making a push for the NL MVP, even if the, the Phillies stink still and can't beat the Diamondbacks. So, Jared, talk to me about a little bit about what you're seeing out of Harper. Um, and on the flip side, in the American League, Otani, Shohei Otani, man, is like a video game. Dude's got 40 home runs, 25 stolen bases this year so far. The first player in Angels history to go 40 and 25. He's running away with the MVP. His his pitching numbers are fantastic. So talk to me about a little bit about what you're seeing on on both fronts there. Um, unfortunately, I love you know me. I'm Bryce Harper supporter. I think this might be the best season we've seen from him as a Phillies, and this is which is really good because we signed him for that basically super deal. But um, when it comes to the MVP race, I think he's still behind Max Muncie, Freddie Freeman, and. As we all know, Fernando Tatis, I think he's behind them. But he's having a great season. Bryce Harper is really helping. Like, when the, when the Phillies are really down and we, we look like we, we lose four games and we're going back to being the bare minimum, he brings us back up. Since the start of August, I believe Bryce Harper has had – he's mashed in eight home runs with a 1.15 OPS, which is very good. Like, he's – right now, he's two of the three branches of the MLB's Triple Crown, which is what – that average hits, home runs, and RBIs, mm-hmm. which I think is very good. I think Bryce Harper's having a very good year. I wish I could say that he's been better than the other three guys I just mentioned, but he's, he's not. He is. Um, you think so? Mm-hmm. Here's why. I, I, don't, I don't think – I like. I know he's received so far, those talking about in the past 30 days, uh, I think if you go to Odds Checker, he's received 50% of all MVP votes. But – also, Oshakers, Chris is a gambler. They also have the betting odds right now where Tatis is minus 270. Max Muncy is plus 900. Freddie Freeman is plus 950. And Bryce Harper is plus 1,600. 
for winning MVP. I know it's a long shot. I think if we, like I said before, if we can win our division, I think he wins. If we can win the NL East, Bryce Harper wins MVP because that that showcases how much one it'll show his win shares and what he's what he's done for the team, but it also showed that this is how he's needed for this team to even win the division, and that's how good he's played. Freddie Freeman is batting around three hundred. I know Harper's batting over three hundred, but the the thing about uh, Tatis and Tatis is a name. He's a name value, and he, trust me, he's great. But he's missed a lot of time with injury, so is Harper. But you know, and once he's on a team that's stacked, you know, like the the Dodgers are loaded. Justin Turner, Trey Turner, Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger. They got a whole bunch of players. The Phillies have Harper, maybe Real Muto, maybe McCutcheon, maybe Segura, maybe Gregorius. You know, like it the 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 level of player around these pieces matter. You know, it matters and I, I say the same thing about NBA, you know, when a, a player who's great is kind of held back by like the greatness around him. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how many times like KD was like held back because like dude, he's supposed to do this. He has the greatest team around him when he was with Golden State. Freeman has uh well before they got hurt, Al, 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 Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna Jr. I mentioned everybody who's on the Dodgers. The Phillies don't have that same luxury of having so many pieces that's like upper echelon pieces around Harper. So if Harper can manage to drag this team to a division win and 90 plus wins, I think he has to be the MVP. Let's see if his numbers are. This would be huge good. for him too, because this would be his first, his second one since what, 2015? So I think this is, I think, I think the Heat, like I said, my position hasn't changed. 90 plus wins and a division title. I think his his numbers are at least in the conversation. I don't think like Muncie or Tatis or Freeman's numbers are going to be so astronomically greater unless like Harper has like the sharpest decline in the month of September. Um, other than that, I think that if Harper continues to trend upward and kind of do that that old Ryan Howard thing where September hits and he just kind of like is still ascending. I think he'll be the MVP in the in the National League. Would you see Otani win an MVP? Because I know what you yes. already mentioned—the forty home runs. Yeah, he has like eighty-six RBI, seventeen steals, uh, one point oh seven OPS, and then what? His offense is crazy. Where he's doing what? What two ninety-three ERA with a hundred and twelve strikeouts over ninety-two innings on the mound. It's not like like, like it's, dude, it's pretty good. It's a two-way superstars. If dude we're saying might we're be, be dude could be if dude would have pitched, he would have been the Cy Young. Dude can hit. He's hitting. He's playing the outfield. He's pitching. He's the MVP. There's no, there's no argument there. I, I don't get out of here with anybody else. It's Otani, and then it's like a huge gap, and it's everybody else. He's single-handedly the reason the, the Angels are still relevant. I know Mike Trout plays for the Angels, but I had this conversation with you before. They do a horrible job of marketing Trout, but they do a, a somewhat better job of marketing Tatis and Otani. They just need to like attach themselves to the Otani rocket ship and let them fly to the moon. So I, I think he's, I think he's hands down the, the AL MVP without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think right now I wouldn't disagree. I, I, I like, I think he leads. I, I really think he leads the American League. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Would probably be second on my list. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, I believe his name is Raphael. I don't know how to say his last name. Devers from the so Red the Sox. Thing, and the thing about the thing about Devers and the thing about Devers. Vladdy thank Jr. you, Devers. I was Devers and Vladdy Jr. are good. They're good. They're 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 great. And they're I, young. Like they're they're young wait, he great. just turned twenty five. Otani is miles better than them at this point. Miles better than them. It's not even fair. And they're all young. Like if we're, if we were in the thing about it, they're all young. Like I believe Guerrero is just turning twenty twenty two. Yeah, Devers is twenty five, and Otani's what twenty three, maybe something like that. Like it's crazy. Like even, these even, guys are young. Like they have years. The oldest, I think the oldest, the oldest guy in the MVP race, I think, is Max Muncy. Yeah, I, I believe so. Wrong about that. I, I believe so. Because well, I believe what, Mullins, is, Mullins is in the race. He's 26. Uh, Harper's, Harper 28. Is, Harper's 28. Uh, Tatis and is 22. I think Money is, he's 30. He's the oldest at 30. Okay. Even which is, still. Which is like, I mean, that's I'm not. Totally that's, young. That's, that's right. Yeah, I want to say you're in the, you're in baseball. You're in your prime and you're, yeah, as soon as you reach your 30, you're in your prime. like. This is totally different than other sports, but man, like age-wise for this MVP race, this like longevity-wise, you can see like these are the guys that are gonna be the faces of baseball for a while. Because the thing about baseball players is once you kind of hit 30, the, the older you get to up to a certain point, you kind of hit your prime, you start to age like Juan, and then you hit this plateau where you start to age like like old cheese. So it's, it's like the same as basketball. When you hit in football, you hit 30. Well, I would say basketball is 32, football's 30. Football's like 28. Yeah, I would say, no, I thought you would start but, your prime at 28 in football. Uh, depends. Depends on the position, too. Yeah, oh, you're right. All right, so, so yeah, the base of position. Running back. We'll say, we'll say running back 28. Yeah, we'll say 28. 20, okay, 28 to 32 football. You, you've reached your peak, basically, is how NFL talent looks at you, scouts, GMs, coaches. Basketball, 32 and upwards. In baseball, I think the sweet spot's around what 33? 33, yeah. 34, yeah, that's the sweet 34. spot where now you're like, okay, we've seen the regression. You hit 34, yeah, the bare belly, the that, regression. That back can't get life. around. That back yeah, you, can get your shoulder fast enough. Yeah. His 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 former speed around bases has dipped yeah. some seconds now. It's considerable. His, so, his hair, okay. hair is starting to gray, you know, it's starting to be done. So a lot being said, I just want to put a bow on everything. Please get Ben Simmons out of the All wow, right. You had to go back to that. Yes. Get that, no. Card- get that Kardashian, that socialite, the Australian socialite. Get him out of here. Send him back to Australia. Jalen Hurts is my comeback player of the year. How about that? Comeback player of the year? Yeah, because uh, he only played like five games last season, four games. Four it wasn't was like he was hurt. But he still come back. As in this season, he's going to put up numbers. Numbers, Chris. Numbers. I'm we not, might have one of the worst records we've ever seen as Eagles fans, but I'm not, I'm he's not gonna put up good numbers. I'm not doubting that, but it's not gonna make him doubt not gonna make him, getting not gonna make him comeback player of the year. You know who's gonna be the comeback player of the year. Who number four in Dallas? The media's gonna give it to him. Oh, yeah. You yeah know that. If Dak, Dak, I think Dak's gonna have a good season too. Yeah, you know, like talking about you know, I don't like talk about Dallas. Don't even get your hopes up. I think Dak and Zeke Yoel will have a good season. Don't even uh maybe about Zeke, but don't even get your Whoa. hopes up. Zeke looking good, Chris. Don't, don't yeah, it looks looks good. Looks good. Looks they, good. They, they, they looking good. It looks good. Hey, hey, Chris, our one of our receivers is JJ Ortega Whiteside. JJ looks good. He, he looked good. I'm just saying he, he looked good. Don't mean he, he good. Good. No. <laughs> no. 
All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode number 76 of Straight to the Point. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials. That's at STTP Podcast. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast fixed. Make sure you tune in and leave us a review. Make sure you follow me on all your favorite socials. That's at underscore Chris Cross. Follow my guy at underscore JWs. Man, man, definitely follow us. The podcast is growing. We're at 610 followers. We're trying to get to 750 by the end of the summer. So I guess, what, that's in two weeks, basically? <laughs> no. So, I, I mean, for real, for real, the end of the summer for me is Labor Day. So, but we'll, we'll go by the calendar. And oh, so we're, we're trying to get to 750 within four days. So let's get it popping. Let's I'll, add it. It I'll add it. Make sure you uh, tell your, call your local senator and tell him to facilitate a trade to get Ben Simmons out of Philadelphia. Yeah, man, just it. continue to follow us. We got big things coming. What, Chris? We're trying to get ads now. We're going to be talking about FanDuel soon. They're going to be shouting us out. I wish I could shout out. Thank God for trading Ben Simmons. It's coming soon. You'll, you'll be able to. I think we'll just make that an immediate request. We'll just shout it out. Can't wait.